All right, good morning and or good afternoon. My name is Adrian, a.k.a. The Frenchman, and this is the Bad Yogi Podcast, where we discuss all the things you want to hear in true Bad Yogi fashion. Now, today's guest is the one and only Bad Yogi. And in these parts, she needs no inter- introduction, and her name is Erin Motz. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. I know, right? It's your <laughs> podcast, and I just took it over. I know. And people are like, "What? what what's going on? Did I sign up to the wrong podcast? Yeah. 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 Well, you might have. You might have. We'll see. How for today, goes. yes. Yeah. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I am asking Erin all the questions that I came up with, but don't be fooled into thinking that I let her know what those questions were. I actually had to hide them uh, for the past few days as I've been coming up with them. Yeah, so, but it's okay because they're on um, a piece of paper now, but I can't see them anyway because I don't have my glasses on. So I'm super but- excited about that because... The questions I I purposefully you know how you know in interviews they'll they'll like lead up to certain questions yeah. and then and then kind of close it out I they are completely in random order. Okay, and I'm gonna be a jerk right now, so I'm sorry everybody. But one thing that I don't like getting asked is anything that is super basic. Like, so how did you get started doing yoga? Like that is the most boring question imaginable. Okay, let me lock <laughs> that off my list. <laughs> All right. No, none of your questions will be boring, I don't think. You're creative and, well, everybody calls you Yoda because you're so wise. And I think you will be wise and creative and basically, basically male Oprah. Male Oprah. Oprah. Mopra. Oh, I love it. That that wasn't that that big of a stretch, but okay. (laughs) But you get really excited about those kind of things. I love him. That's why I'm so impressed. Yes. All right. Anyway. Um, before we bore the hell out of people um, with <laughs> with our our long ass intro, how about yeah? How about we get into yeah, the get the it. first question? Oh, this is where you okay. This is where you take over your podcast again. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one question: What are you the most afraid of? What? That's the first question. That's the, I told you. I told you. There is no. There is no lead up. There is no like softballs, and then the other one. This goes straight into it. What are you the most afraid of? Uh, I'm most afraid of uh, of time passing and looking back on the time that I've already lived and feeling like I've wasted it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that one. (laughs) I was expecting finding a dead body in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm also afraid of finding a dead body. I think it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah. Well, I I really don't think so. It doesn't. Elevators, public bathrooms. Empty parking garages, they're all prime for it, a dead it, body. It really doesn't come up that often. Though there are a lot of old people in Nice, so it might. maybe, maybe, yes. All right, so next question. If someone gave you $1 million and said you had to spend it, how would you spend it? This is a tough question a little bit because I'm not in a spendy mood right now, which we were just talking about the right. other day. Um, if I had to spend it, I would... This is this is the the uh, okay. Well, I can I think of fun stuff, which is like uh, some furniture things. Like I would finish our bedroom, like with random with with like nice furniture and. Uh, <laughs> so so there goes five hundred of that. Wow, we are moving forward. <laughs> you know when I when I wrote down the question, I was just like, 
a million's going to be hard for her. So I was I was thinking about pushing it down to a hundred thousand, but I wanted to really like push you Challenge and stretch you. <laughs> and then you were like wall art for our bedroom. So here's what I would do. I would do like a major awesome. I've been really wanting to go to Asia, so I'd do like a tour. I'd schedule a tour, not immediately because I don't want to travel right this second, but I would schedule like a, an amazing bomb ass, like first class trip. So it okay. would cost like, let's say 30,000 to go all out for like a month. Okay. So we have the, the nice flight and nice hotel. And Which just, is like, super exciting, but we're at 30,000 and okay. this is a million. So Hold we on. might have to ramp it up a bit. 30,500 with, with the bedroom. Okay. That's fantastic. But again, we might have to ramp it up a bit to maybe big picture things. Oh, but oh, 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 oh. Okay, chill out. Can we, chill out. Can we? Okay, well, I would definitely, we would definitely hire more people at Bad Yogi. Thank and you. I think we would get an office. I would love an office. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, you're starting to think a little bit more. Bigger, bigger. Think like <laughs> huge Bad Yogi party in Miami. Ooh, yeah, oh, wait, that. that's kind of something we're already planning. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Next um, just just as a, as a mark on that one question, that answer was still super lame. It was really lame. All right, what's your favorite book? See, I put the light, I put the softballs. That's a soft mid, question. Yeah. My favorite book. There have been so many that I feel have really influenced my life to be very cheesy. But uh, yeah, there have been many. One that stands out. This I read this one last year, but it was called Emotional Agility. Don't remember the author's name, but amazing book. I thought it was going to be a little boring. It was amazing. Right now, um, I'm reading a book called... Radical Candor, which is about like leadership, being a better leader, which is something I need to work on. Um, books that I that I read that really changed, I would say, changed the course of my life. I hate saying this because it sounds so insanely cheesy, but Eat, Pray, Love eat, was pray, kind love. of major. I knew you were going to say that. Well, listen, I hate saying well, that. Well, when I wrote the question, I was like, she's going to say Eat, Pray, Love. Well, listen, I, was, I know, I know. I was like 18 or 19 when I read that book. And as someone who didn't have a relationship with God or any kind of spiritual inclination other than curiosity, it kind of showed me a different way to do spirituality, you know, mm -hmm. as an alternative to religion. And that kind of set me on a path of exploring that whole thing. So I'll say that was one that really stood out when I was younger. And then I read all the time now, so there's plenty of books that I love and would recommend, but gotcha. these are some recent ones. You were actually 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Oh, what annoys you the most about me? <gasps> Nothing. I'm just kidding. There's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, Roller coaster of emotions here. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. What annoys me the most? The most. Wow. You have to, are are you like shuffling through all of all the millions of them, or you can't come up with any? Well, it depends. I mean, there's a few, but that's not like okay. I have to. Let me think. Okay. So sometimes you you can be intense. You know. Really. Yeah, you're intense. Like, in everything you do, you're super intense. With stupid things, like, if it's something serious, you're intense, you're serious about it. If it's something absolutely meaningless, you're super intense about it. Like, there have been times where you're on your phone, or you're, you're quiet, you've been quiet, you're working on something, or I think you're working on something, and you'll go, fuck, 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 and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, what has happened? And you're like, oh, nothing, I this something very small and useless happened, and I'm like, why do you have to do that? Why? Sometimes you just gotta get the energy out, you know? So that's really annoying. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, you don't yell. I'll just clarify. You don't yell, but you'll like have no. this really intense reaction about things that. No, just... I don't. I don't yell. But on the on the on the note of yelling, you always accuse me of yelling. Well, like if I tell if energy. I tell no if, if your energy is yelling. <laughs> if I say anything that is like oh you did this wrong on in this form or whatever it is, stop it's yelling. stop yelling at me. Yeah. And, and I did not yell. No, you don't. You're not a yeller. No. <laughs> um, okay. So next question. What's the biggest mistake you've made with Bad Yogi? Oh, gosh. I would say there's maybe two. The first one is was, was like a personality flaw, honestly. <laughs> like early on, I would say I... So when we started Bad Yogi, you... We started together, obviously. And you were always building it as a business, you know? And it's not that I wasn't thinking in those terms, but less, less than you, you know? And so I didn't have the same vision. My vision didn't always match yours. And because of that, whenever we had momentum at the beginning, I felt like, oh, okay, we did something good. It worked great. Now we chill. Yeah. Now we, now we can chill. And that's actually the exact opposite of what uh, you're supposed to do. When something works and you have momentum, you run with that momentum. You do not stop. You do not sit down and say, ah, pat yourself on the back. What a great, no, that is like, and so this has been burned into my head now. Like with momentum, with momentum, you 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 have to keep going. You have to build on it. Well, it's like you're, 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 it was like we were running a race we were first, and you were like, oh, we're first, let's sit down. Yeah. And I was like, no, we're first, let's finish, finish the thing off. So, yeah, yeah it was so a little... there's that. Um, secondarily is, like, later on, actually something I'm kind of struggling, not struggling with, but something I'm working on now is I have been guilty of getting too influenced by negative comments or people saying... People making comments like, wow, I'm so disappointed in how you are with this thing. Or I'm so disappointed about your opinion on this. And then covering up how I really think about things, how I really feel about things, which is really the heart and soul of what Bad Yogi was built on, of being honest and upfront and real and kind of filter free. And uh, so I've kind of, I've gotten a little soft in that way. So I'm yeah. working on on being like, nope, I'm going to block out the, the noise of negativity and focus on what I really believe in and not be afraid to put that out there. So I guess those are the... Now, yeah, and I think on both of them, you, you've improved a lot. The second one, honestly, you know... It's in, like a constant in, work. Yeah, but in your defense, I mean, it, it is really difficult when... Because, like, if somebody comes on and they're like... <laughs> like that one comment on, on YouTube a long time ago where somebody was just like, you talk too much and then called you the C word. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that, so that's like that's like okay that's funny that's whatever yeah that's not even like it's something that that hits home but when somebody says uh oh i've been following bad yogi for so long and i've always loved it but this really disappointed me yeah that one sucks even even though you know yeah it's you it, it is it is your even if i stand behind what i said it's yeah. like wait you you question like shit am i Maybe I maybe I need a filter, you know, and yeah. or whatever. You you think you definitely second guess yourself, but I but I think it's more dangerous to to filter yourself than to just you know say what you what you have to say, and then and then if you went too far, you can always yeah you know say okay yeah okay, I might have gone too far, but ultimately just be honest with yourself. Act first, apologize later. There is we, that the quote? Uh, I, I think uh, something like that. <laughs> you you guys know what it is. 
ask for forgiveness instead of permission. That's yeah. what it ask for forgiveness. It's not for permission. Not for permission. All right. This leads into uh, the next question. What do you wish your fans and followers knew uh, or understood? Uh, actually, the first thing that comes to mind is that it's a lot lonelier than maybe it looks. Not, not like as, a, as a, that sounds depressing. So I don't mean it like that. But like, I think sometimes it might look like, oh my God, this is like so fun. And I have all these followers and it's like, what's so great. And it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like that. It feels a lot more solo, you know, behind yeah. the scenes. Like it really is just us, the team. And we work with great people, but it's like, it still feels isolating in a way. So there is that. That's always a little bit of struggle. And then also that I feel so much... You guys make me feel so much more funny and cool than I really am. Like, I'm so not at all. But every time I go <laughs> teach somewhere, you guys are so nice and you laugh when you I... You can be funny. I'm funny on accident. Well, that's funny. Well, it's not, like, strategically funny. So then you're not truly funny. It's like your your existence is funny. That's different still funny okay okay so what's the best part of creating classes and courses online oh i feel like it's something that people enjoy something that people use i feel like i'm putting something into the world that makes a positive impact you know it does something good all right now after that fluffy question what? what's the worst oh. part uh, the worst part is probably in the, it's not even the negative comments. Like, oh, you put something on YouTube and somebody says your face is ugly. You know, like that's not that, that doesn't really get to me. It's actually the creation of it sometimes in filming. So that's kind of back to the isolation thing. So in filming, it can be a little bit of a challenge to like build up the energy sometimes. Cause it's just you and the camera. So when what I try to do, of course, is to really envision the people on the other side of the camera who are going to be taking the class and really feel like I'm connecting with you. I picture the, them all naked? No! Okay. Really feel like I'm connecting with you um, in in my real class. So that's always like a little bit of a mental hurdle so that it doesn't look totally flat and boring. It's like actors camera. that do things on green screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what's your what's your favorite body part on yourself? Uh, this is gonna sound weird, but I don't like... say don't say like your teeth. No, <laughs> I love my incisor. <laughs> incisor. Uh, I would say my eyes and eyelashes. Okay. And my hands. All right. Well, you totally cheated on that question. That's three things. <laughs> um, what do you get the most insecure about? <laughs> I almost said something that's true, but really funny. <laughs> See, you are funny. I, I don't know what you're gonna say though. I was gonna say my whiteness, but not my, <laughs> not from like the I, race not. side of things, from like being really pale. <laughs> and also because when you're very pale, like okay, I'm sorry, it's just true. Your skin tone is like amazing because you will. You, I think so. If you had stretch marks, <laughs> it's much harder to see, and cellulite you don't have cellulite yeah, but again you know? again with the stretch you marks can't see and the veins, cellulite like blue veins if you're too pale like that doesn't happen to you <laughs> first of all stretch marks and cellulite that that's such that's such a girl problem that's such a girl problem like guys do not care about that if anything it's like mm, okay like, oh you're saying when guys look at a woman with yeah you're like 
what's up. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, look at that cellulite. Oh my gosh. I, I like ha- half of the criticism I see on like online about oh the society that puts this pressure on women, and I feel like sometimes when I hear these comments, I'm like, I have never heard a guy talk about a woman. Like guys have said some messed up things about women, but in regards regards to like that kind of stuff that I see in magazines or online or something, I've never heard guys talk like that. Like, perfectly, f- wow, her stomach is not perfectly flat, ew. Yeah, like, there was there was one, uh, there was one about, like, gray hair, and somebody was posting about um, how women need to fight the idea that if they're, you know, if they're not, uh, that society puts on them about, like, if they still have gray hair, if they don't cover up their gray hair, that they're not taking care of themselves. And I'm like, I have never, ever heard a guy say, oh, look at that woman. She has gray hair. She's probably not taking care of herself. <laughs> like, that's just not how we think. So I feel like half of this stuff is is women writing it about other women or criticisms that yeah. are within, like... It is women on wi- women. It is. <laughs> it That's is, a whole different genre. It's a different question. It's, it is women against women a lot of times, I think. Because, you know, just like women always say that, oh, yeah, I don't dress for men or you don't dress to be attractive. You dress for yourself. Um, Kind of. You dress so that other women don't judge you a lot of times, you know? Like you're more worried mm. about about somebody looking at you and being like, what the hell is that? And again, yeah. whoever you're interested in, whether it's men or women – like sexual interest usually isn't uh, discouraged by a gray hair or by a belly roll or by like it, it's not that delicate. Whereas no. like judgment is very easy. Okay, so you're hosting two sold out retreats in October. Yeah. How do you feel about all the people come flying to France to do yoga with you? I'm terrified because that's a long way to come and. As I said before, I am not as interesting or funny as you might give me credit for. So you spend all this money to come do yoga with me. And what if you get here and you're like, meh, that was not worth See, it. See, that's, that's, your, that's your fear for every workshop that you've done. Yeah. Like sold out workshops. Everybody's thrilled that there's like a line afterwards to get you to sign anything from blocks to, to their babies. And, <laughs> I have never and, signed a baby. <laughs> And then and take pictures because because they think it's cool that you know that 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 they get to meet you and and they find you funny and and endearing and yeah and a good yoga teacher and each time you're afraid like that they're seeing something that isn't real. Well, listen, I I have to be honest. I'm not working on getting over that fear anyway. I I understand what you're saying. I hear you. It doesn't matter. I still feel that way. I'm still afraid. And I'm not even trying not to be afraid because I think if I if I was so confident, like, oh, no, this is great. Like, I am so worth it. I mean, everyone's going to be thrilled. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> Whatever. And I was just super blasé about it. I feel like then I'm maybe a little bit like you need to be a little worried so that you put a lot of work in. Effort into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I can see that. so, I mean... Yeah, I, I do. I am afraid. I will always be afraid, probably, but I'm also not trying to overcome that. <laughs> okay. So, in the spirit of, of, like I told you, there's no there's no, no crescendo okay. to these questions whatsoever. Okay. How did you feel when your coworker called you an N-word lover <gasps> after we first met? 
Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I honestly, sometimes when I think back on that, I'm still trying to come up with the perfect like snap, you know, um, <laughs> because I was your mama doesn't really work. Does yeah, it? no, uh, because it was so completely plain, so unexplosive. It, it, it completely took me off guard. Like it was just like, he could have been telling me the soup of the day. It goes almost natural. Yes, yeah, so natural. And and I was super taken aback by it. I was honestly, this is very naive, I realize, but I was just genuinely surprised that anybody spoke that way. Anybody would say that to another person. I, and, I was just and shocked. So, so I, 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 I want to I wanna make a point to, because when you say that, I want to make a point to anybody who's black or not white, like when somebody says I'm shocked I know don't no 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 just so when someone when someone says you know I'm shocked like that a lot of times you'll get people that are like how could you be shocked you should know that this is and I'm like okay okay let's back off there if the person is shocked it's not necessarily that they're refusing that it exists it's just they might have been in circles where that wasn't the case and you can't expect everybody to know everybody else's experience it's what you do once you once you experience it and how you approach the world once you realize that that exists but getting upset for somebody because they didn't realize it existed when it wasn't part of their life that's not you know like back off a little bit understand that it's yeah it's it's no no i get that okay you you were like oh my gosh i didn't you didn't think about it with me. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a thought really for you. Um, but with, you know, with, with, with him, obviously that was, that was a thought. So it shocked you when, when it came, yeah. came to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. So how, oh yeah. How many stars does a coffee shop get from you on Yelp if they don't have almond milk? <laughs> I accept coffee shops that don't have almond milk (laughs) it's just that if you're a super hipster coffee shop and you only have regular milk or soy milk what are you even doing (laughs) even starbucks in fayetteville north carolina had almond milk so okay this is like half a star okay you need a little bit of context for this because you he constantly makes fun of me for asking for almond milk lattes everywhere we go. So I don't drink milk and I will also happily, happily have an espresso or a black coffee because I enjoy that. It's cool. But when I go out somewhere and I'm like, ooh, something special. Yeah, an almond milk latte sounds great. And so whenever I go somewhere, I just ask. And I'm not a wait. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a diva. I'm not. I'm not no, demanding no. at all. I, it's just a question. Then if they don't, I say okay. Then no, I'll it's it. just funny because I mean, you know, if if you're like in in wherever the heck middle of middle of America, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, <laughs> going into a gas station. <laughs> so I did go to a Dunkin'. We were driving from New Jersey to Florida last year, and we stopped in this. It was this year. 
this year yeah. in this insanely tiny town in like probably Virginia or South Carolina, North Carolina or something. Yeah, but it was tiny, tiny, tiny. And we were like, oh, we need coffee. We found a Dunkin' Donuts that was like super run down and whatever. And we walked in there and I was like, let me just ask. It's a chain. I'll just see if they have almond milk. They did not, <laughs> but it was fine. It was right. Fine. No, no, it was. I, just, it's just something you, I think it's funny. When you say it, when you say it's funny, you paint me like one of those. No, it, no. One of those like Chihuahua carrying Beverly Hills girls. With a little container of almond milk in her purse. Yeah, okay. What do you what do you wish you had more of? Mm. Discipline. Okay. How do you separate your ego from what you do or do you? What do you mean? Like how do I not get a big head or um yeah, well, no, e- ego is an ego, not not just like the bad side of ego, mm-hmm. but also like pride. Like mm-hmm. how do you balance that out? I, I don't think I do anything consciously. Everything, you know, I was saying this actually. I was talking to I'm going to sound like a jerk right now cuz I'm about to name drop a little tiny bit. I was talking to JP Sears the other day and <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, you're we dropping, were... all the, dropping all those names already. My friend JP, um, he, we were talking about this actually. Sometimes we get emails, or oftentimes we get emails, or I meet people in person and they say these amazing things about my classes or my programs and like, wow, you know, what you're doing has really changed my life. It's like, it, you know, you have an eating disorder and it like transformed your body image and all that, like crazy, amazing stuff. And I hear this and I'm thinking, wow, that is incredible. But it doesn't land in me as if it, as if they were talking about me. So it's almost like my ego almost feels like it's doesn't feed on this directly. You know, my okay. ego feeds on things that I do myself, but this doesn't really land. Like I hear it and I appreciate it. And I'm like, wow, that's who are you talking about? That sounds so great that you, you know, it's almost a disconnect. Okay. So I guess. So why did you drop JP Sears? <laughs> because I was just having this conversation. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. I, I, was, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was just wondering why you, so, um, I was talking to Brad Pitt and yeah, I like flowers. <laughs> No, it's because we had this exact conversation. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so did you have second thoughts when we got married, before we got married? No, no second thoughts. But I will say, we and we talked about this. We went to lunch after we got our marriage license, and or maybe it was right before. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is actually really weird. It, it does give you pause where you're like, oh my God. If we wanted to split up, now we have to get divorced. Like now you can't just like. It's gonna cost a lot of money. Yeah, now it's like you can't just like pack up your shit and go. You know. Yeah, be like, okay, you know what? We're breaking up. Yeah. Now we got to talk to talk to the courts about it. Right. So there, there was that that moment. So it wasn't. That's a real. I feel like that's that's a real healthy thing for a couple to think about. Like crap, if we get married, that means we have to get divorced if we break up. Oh my god. Oh man. (laughs) It's yeah, but it, it does. I didn't have doubts about marrying you. I had the realization that like, wow, this is actually a, this is a thing. This is a step in a yeah. different direction. You know, it steps yeah, out. Yeah, like you want to be in the house, but when the door locks behind you, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I want to be here, but I didn't realize I didn't, that was going to lock behind me. 
that. All right. Did well, at, at, least, at least we have windows. Wait, I need to. <laughs> what window are you looking at? <laughs> Did you have doubts about marrying me? I'm going to turn this question right around. Oh, I no, no, no. This is not my. Uh, Toots. This is going to be. <laughs> This is going to be for a different podcast where you no, interview me. No, I need me. to know now. Did we? Did I have doubts? Um, no, I didn't. I like. I didn't have doubts. I had doubts whether I wanted to be married at that point, but I didn't want. I didn't have doubts at all whether it was you. Okay. So like, I, I always wanted to be with you. I, I knew that early on. I told you, you, you just, you just, you just appeared a little earlier than I anticipated in you, you being in my life. But in terms of you, no, it was, it was clear. Okay, enough of that. Now, <laughs> now people are like, "Oh God!" And All right, next question. <laughs> um, okay, uh, what advice would you give someone who wants to do what you do? Don't. Just kidding. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> well, I think you you definitely need to know what your goal is. Like, why do you want to do this? Uh, because getting into it because you want to be Instagram famous or anything like that, I think, is a wrong a wrong reason to get into it but yeah I, I would also try to clarify like what do you mean do what I do teach yoga or have some kind of or or work remotely or no have teach. an online yoga business an online yoga business um I, I definitely think it's possible but I think it's a little bit harder at the moment because there's so many options there's so much out there so you really have to take time and reflect on what you specifically have that is unique to you that you can highlight and put out there in a good way. So think about your personality and think about a couple qualities, like less than five, like a handful of qualities that make your teaching style unique to you. And then how can you basically put a microphone, a megaphone rather, up to that, up, up to those qualities and make them louder? Because I think I don't know. I mean, I guess that's me. I, I'm really awkward in real life. Uh, and then when I teach, I just don't really try to cover that up. And I just like let the freak flag fly, as they say. So there, there it goes. It's flapping in the wind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Making everybody uncomfortable Making every, I'm with blushing. your weirdness. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's that. Find what's unique about you and then put that shit on blast. As someone who listened to people that I look up to, Richard Branson, people like that. Aaron Motts. Aaron Motts. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, when I, was, when I was younger and somebody would ask Aaron Motts <laughs> <laughs> this question, or Richard Branson, um, this question, I just think about, like, what I was looking for. And, and I feel like, to a certain degree, you, just, you look for something more concrete. And a lot of times you don't get concrete but that's there's a reason for that and i think like there's a lot of advice on how to do the the structure and this and that and that but how to create that spark i think that's what you're talking about with the what makes you different and putting it on on a megaphone is is that that spark and that's hard to communicate there's no like formula for that figure yeah there's no formula for figuring out what exactly specifically is going to resonate and i think it just comes from which is hard trust me i struggle with this still um as we constantly try to reinvent and grow and expand uh 
it's very difficult to, or rather there's no other way to figure out what that spark is unless you just go out and act, go out and do, because the more you do, the, the faster you get to that thing that resonates. And if you're just sitting around thinking about it all the time, trust me, you're not going to get anywhere. And one of the things I'll say is that you're not always just looking for positive response. Yes. So one of the things that started Bad Yogi well before the challenge was an article you wrote for the Huffington Post. Yeah. It got a lot of backlash. Yeah. But to me, that was like, oh, there's something there. Totally. So, and it wasn't like a super offensive article or anything, but there was a lot of backlash and that backlash is loud oftentimes because it's the it's the current people in position that don't like it but there's like an underground of people that support that point of view yes. and that's kind of what you're looking to connect with so anyway this one's this one's a little bit more hardball hardball oh yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh you're losing weight, weight right now right yeah okay if you're uh, perfect as you are why would you choose to lose weight? That is true, uh, that I am on that path. And most people who hear that are going to be like, oh my gosh, why do you need to lose weight? You're already slim. What the hell? And also, yeah, PBYP, uh, you're perfect exactly as you are. And that's true. There's nuance to all of this, though. You know. So for me, losing weight means that since I've lived in France, just my lifestyle has changed a little bit. And I've put on some fluff over the past few years and probably like six pounds or so. And trust me, none of this was muscle. So it's just a lot of stuff. My clothes were getting tight and I was like, all right, I don't want to keep going down this road because it'll just keep snowballing. Like if I don't stop it and back up a little bit, like I will just keep adding onto this and that's not what I want. Um, so I decided to make some changes and lean out a little bit so that I feel better. On that note, are you already perfect as you are? So I don't feel like I'm worthless inside at all, but I do recognize when my body is telling me that it needs to change and I'm going to listen to it. So to me, those, those things aren't disconnected. Like you can still feel like I am, yeah, like I am still worthy and I am perfect as I am, but that doesn't mean that I can't seek growth and progress at the same time while loving myself. All right. So, so the, one of the reasons I had that question is because the amount of shit that you that you get the moment you say anything about weight loss, yeah. anything about about improving your body or whatever, it right away goes to attaches to worthiness. And I think part of it is because of how connected we've as a society we've made physical appearance and any stage to personal value mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be connected you know totally i think i think for, for guys too there's that feeling as well those pressures as well because we talk a lot about like women being objectified and stuff like that and obviously there's a deeper history of all that but for guys too i mean if you see a guy if he's anywhere i mean we have the term dad bod right yeah, yeah. if he's if he doesn't have a six pack then it's a dad bod mm -hmm. and he's funny <laughs> you have to right be funny. You, you have to be funny <laughs> so it, if, if you don't have a six pack you're funny if you have a six pack then you then you're like then you can be attractive and you're a man yeah what's funny is that a, a childish gambino and yeah. and this is america yeah. Yeah. i was just like that was one of the things that that first drew me to the to the thing because it was like it was a serious 
normal. type of thing, but he just he just looks normal. He obviously works out, yeah. but he wasn't like, you know, really, really slim, wasn't like super six pack or anything like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's pretty that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a regular person. And it was there was no commentary on that. It exactly. wasn't like that was a feature or that that was anything about it. It was just like, OK, exactly. So anyway, yeah, I, I think, yeah, self-worth and feeling like you, you love yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you just allow your physical desires to take over. You can do whatever you want at any time, all yeah. the time. Like, to yeah, me, if, if you YOLO every day, exactly. <laughs> then tomorrow is going to suck. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Are you in the process of creating a new PBYP? What? What? Yes, I am. What are you the most excited about when it comes to the, the new PBYP? Uh, just like with everything we've done, what, at any point that I create something and I put something out there, it's always reflective of what I'm doing in my life and what's working for me and what I think will work for the people who feel like me. So this is kind of a continuation of that. This is true to what I'm currently doing. It is genuinely helping me and I'm going to, uh, I'm excited to kind of bring this new version to the community. So I'm just excited that it's going to be new and that it's something different and it's going to challenge you in a way that uh, I haven't really challenged you before at all. <laughs> and I think it'll be interesting. I'm very nervous, but I'm, I'm just mostly excited about this being a another layer. Okay. Can, can you, can you tell us the name of it? <gasps> it's going to be called PBYP resolution. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Okay. What's the last song you listened to? You may need your phone for this one. <gasps> oh, let me see. I almost just knocked my coffee on the floor. Well, you also, okay. So this is another thing. This is a thing that you do. <laughs> you love putting things in precarious situations look at my water like, over there oh my god <laughs> like i i spilled water because you put it on the ground the other day you love putting things in places where they're going to like we have a very little room between the the bottom of the bed and the dresser mm -hmm. and you you like leaving the bottom drawer open so that when i cross i would slam into it or trip over it honestly he's being dramatic because you don't go into the bedroom at all during the day. no no that was the look i was just like you left the drawer open i almost hit it and you're like what are you doing going in the bedroom during the day anyway <laughs> like what business do you have in the bedroom during the day that was the attitude yeah. you gave me yeah sometimes you need a little attitude i am very blessed in that realm <laughs> last song i listened to was sweatpants by childish gambino Oh, okay. That's All right. And then uh, follow up. Why do you like that song? I love the beat. And I really am like into his music lately because I feel like it's... Uh, you and everybody exactly. else right now. Oh, totally. Trust <laughs> me. I don't think I'm unique. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, that's last one I listen to. I like it because it has good a good vibe. It Almost does, yeah. when I When I work out, it has a good Like good rhythm energy. to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you hate the most about yoga culture? Oh, I hate the most... Okay, okay. This is like, this has bled into yoga culture. Fake wokeness, where everybody has, everybody's trying to be some kind of activist for something. And listen, let me just put a, an asterisk on this. I Don't put an asterisk. Wait, wait, wait. Finish your statement. I will, I Finish will. Finish your statement. But okay. what I'm trying to get to is that it's not about like, if, if you're super passionate about 
race equality. I'm not like, oh my God, get over yourself. I'm talking about everything. Like I post a picture of a smoothie with a straw in it and I get how many messages like, oh, okay. oh my God, Aaron, how can you be promoting the use of straws? Or like uh, post a picture of a puppy I saw in the street and they're like, please, if you get a dog, never go to a puppy store. Those are pure breeds and they're the, the, like, just seriously, everybody just shut up. That's what I want to say. Like everybody is on a mission. Everybody wants to be heard so badly that like you just attach yourself to anything that sounds important and you're like, yes, this is what I have to say. I'm going to go out of my way to correct everything that someone else does. And it's just like... Well, especially when it's not like, if you take a picture of a puppy, you're not taking a picture of a puppy mill. (laughs) You took a picture of a puppy. You don't know where that puppy came from. (laughs) So it's like, okay, back off of that a little bit. And like, get the straw thing. Okay, yes, it's a good good initiative to to Mm. remove the amount of plastics. Okay, great, but not everything can be a cause all the time. Yeah, it's also like... Nobody gets so self-righteous that you forget that we all contribute to something bad every day, no matter exactly, what. Exactly, like, yeah. What phone are you using to tell me, to, to correct me about my straw? Where did that get made? How many children, you know? Like, yeah, it's it, a lot of what things. What chair do you sit on at work? How much plastic is in the microphone that I'm using right now? Like, you know, yeah. like, or the pen that you use every day. Where did the wood in your coffee table come from? So it's like... Everybody just settled down, and I and this is what I'm. This is what the asterisk was for. Is that it's not that I don't think it's not that I think we shouldn't care about anything. We definitely should, but nobody is going to start with yourself. Start with yourself, yes. Start with yourself, and don't. I don't think we need to obsess over every single thing in everyone else's life and our own life. Like we we need to be mindful and we need to consume as responsibly as we can, but nobody's perfect and we need to stop pretending like well, it's possible. It's funny because the conversation right now is so on like I want to inspire, I want to inspire, I want to inspire. The best way to inspire is by doing yourself. But instead of inspiring, everybody seems to, like they want to tell, tell, and tell. I'm yeah. like, how hard is it to be like, oh, no, I actually don't use straws because, you know, I, there's a problem with things, so I try to contribute in that way. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're using a straw? Oh, my God. That's such that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Why are you using straw? Like, no. Just, uh-huh. just like, how, how about you just like, ah, I, don't, I don't use straws because they're not. Okay, cool. And then I think, well, all right, that that's oh, actually sure, makes point. pretty sense. So yeah. I, I should do that. You know, for like the longest time here, we don't have recycling like we did at, in this particular building. Some buildings have it, but mm-hmm. in this building, they don't, we don't have recycling like we, we used to. So for the wa- longest time, we didn't re- actually recycle because it was super, super kind of inconvenient to go where we were. We were you have to basically carry recycling yeah. all the way to this depository. Right, exactly. And um, so we didn't do it and we didn't have like different trash cans for everything, whatever. And now we do. Okay, great. But for a while we didn't. Like, but we, you know, it's just you, you progress and yeah. you get better. And there are plenty of things that, that we do now that, that aren't ideal. And we'll continue to progress. Yeah. But again, it's as you as you do it, if you really want to inspire, then do. Yes. Do yourself and then people start to see that and be like, okay, good, you know, whatever. 100%. Uh, what do you love the most about yoga culture? Since that was what do you hate uh, the most about? Yeah. What I love the most, I actually love that in general, everybody is really, yeah, and it kind of is related to that. Everybody is trying to improve themselves pretty much constantly like that's just built into the culture that you're always trying to get better you're always kind of 
open to learning about yourself and how to keep improving. And I like that because I think self-awareness is like my number one virtue, you know. Okay. <laughs> so the next uh, next question, you, you sleep with a stuffed rabbit, correct? <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a story, everybody. <laughs> Gather around the fire. But can you answer the question? I will answer the question. I'm going to. So... Years ago. In true you form. Before we got engaged, we went to New York. This is the first time I ever taught at Princeton. And after that, we went to New York. I didn't know this, but that was the trip that you had planned to propose to me in Times Square. On this trip, before before we got engaged, we were walking around. I, I had been to New York many times, but you'd never been at this point. Right. So uh, we went to like, I was like, oh, you have to see this like giant FAO Schwartz. It's so amazing. And so we went in there and they had this wall, like actually it might have been two walls. It was like a big hallway of all these stuffed animals, like proper stuffed animals, like alligators and giraffes and whatever. And there was this little rabbit one. And I said, you, I don't know if I picked it up or you picked it up, but you, one of us picked it up and then you were like, you need that. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I put it back and you were like, no, no, you're, I'm going to get this rabbit. Like you were being, I like how you're really putting it on me. No, listen, listen, you were the one that insisted I get it now. So we, we get the rabbit, right. And it was like this funny, just cute thing. That night we went to um, a ballet and the, not, the rabbit didn't come. So we to, like, <laughs> that night we, we took the rabbit to the ballet <laughs> <laughs> on a leash. <laughs> so anyway, we were sitting waiting for the ballet to start. And, and I forget, again, I don't know how we started talking about this, but you were like talking about um, being at the ballet, maybe like with a kid, how we would do that with a kid or whatever. And you were like, yeah, no, I mean, it would be easy. It would just, I'd sit here. You'd sit there, and then little alabaster would be sitting in between us. And I was like, little alabaster, thinking you were talking about our future child. And you were like, the rabbit. <laughs> so now that you named this rabbit, and it was in New York with us, now it's just constantly in now it's constantly in the bed. It doesn't sleep in its own room. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I like to put it under my shoulder because it actually helps my shoulder elevate so that I don't roll over. And what's his name for short? Faster. <laughs> Faster. Faster. No D at the end of no, that. No, no, faster. Yeah. <laughs> so back to my question. Uh, you sleep with a stuffed rabbit, correct? Correct. <laughs> Okay, no, that was it. I just wanted the people to know that. There was no question there. Okay. What's your favorite word? Oh my gosh. In English? Any 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 language. I'm like blanking in English, but I love the word papillon in French. I knew that was gonna be I, I figured it was gonna be papillon or schmetterling. Schmetterling. And they're both the same They're word. same same word, yeah. Butterfly. Yeah. If you could have lunch with anyone, who would it be? Oh man, um, there's so many people that would be really hard to choose. I might say Ellen DeGeneres. I also might oh, say Oprah, but that's I can't say Oprah. Everybody say Oprah. So Ellen DeGeneres is one for sure. Uh, I'm surprised. Really? I thought you would have said Beyonce right away. Mm, okay, I love Beyonce, but I feel like she's too big to have lunch with. <laughs> she doesn't eat lunch. No, 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 no. Like, it's it would be too, too much power. Like, too you think much she'd come in with her her whole entourage, whole entourage yeah. and start doing formation? Oh, you know what it into is into the restaurant. You know what it is. Is that as much as I admire Beyonce and I love her, I it's not like I want to emulate 
her okay. exactly. It's not that I'm trying to emulate Ellen DeGeneres either, but I feel like her personality, her approach to business is something that I admire and I would want to get to know better okay. more than Beyonce. Okay. Beyonce I admire from afar, like we all do. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, last question. Okay. What's something that you wish you could stop doing? Uh, sabotaging myself. In which way? This goes back to how I said earlier, I wish I had more discipline. A lot of times I'll like set a goal, I set an intention, and then I, I knowingly do things that are not aligned with that intention. And I'm like, why am I doing this when I am really, like something st- small, stupid, right? Oh, I don't want to spend idle time just on my phone. I don't want to do that anymore. Yet, when I'm doing it, I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh, I don't like doing this. And I'm still doing it, you know? So it's like, I really am, am trying to get better. And that is a really hard thing to stop sabotaging. There's an app that locks your phone when you when you uh, spent too much oh, time really? on it. Yeah. I have an app that uh, my friend told me about. It's called Moment. And it uh, is free. And it will tell you how much time you've spent on your, on your device. So it's like, it'll give it, it'll go red once you've spent more than like three hours. <laughs> which, which is a fancy version of what you already have on your phone. On your iPhone. When, on, your, on your iPhone. Yeah. When you go to, I think it's, where is it? We're looking now. It might be... No, it's not the battery. I think it's somewhere under usage. Because it'll tell you pretty much everything mm. that... That you've been using. Yes, so how much when it, when it tells you, oh, this week you've been on this app for six hours, you're like, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe I need to cut back a little bit. Yeah. So that was uh, my series of questions that was there. great. Definitely yeah. let us know how he did. Yeah, let me know uh, if you uh, if you like the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Well, that was fun. Definitely let me know what you thought of this episode and even what other questions you might have for me or for both of us. You can do that in the comments below this episode if you're on badyogi.com or you can find me on Instagram at badyogiofficial or, of course, you can always shoot us an email from our contact us page at badyogi.com. Now, don't forget, if you like my style and you want to do yoga with me, there's three places you can do that. First one is all of my free stuff is on badyogi.com, of course. I also have an eight-week yoga program, PBYP, the Perfect Body Yoga Program, and that is all about redefining what it means to be, quote, perfect, because we believe that the perfect body is really just the healthiest version of the body you already have. So you can find out more at perfectbodyyogaprogram.com. And lastly, you can practice with me inside my digital studio at studio.badyogi.com, where you can get a free seven-day trial and see a constantly growing library of brand new full-length classes every single week. All right, that's all from me for today. Mike, drop. I am out. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and I'll see you right back here next time. Well, that was fun. Definitely let me know what you thought of this episode and even what other questions you might have for me or for both of us. You can do that in the comments below this episode if you're on badyogi.com or you can find me on Instagram at badyogiofficial or, of course, you can always shoot us an email from our contact us page at badyogi.com. Now, don't forget, 
If you like my style and you want to do yoga with me, there's three places you can do that. First one is all of my free stuff is on badyogi.com, of course. I also have an eight-week yoga program, PBYP, the Perfect Body Yoga Program, and that is all about redefining what it means to be, quote, perfect, because we believe that the perfect body is really just the healthiest version of the body you already have. So you can find out more at perfectbodyyogaprogram.com. And lastly, you can practice with me inside my digital studio at studio.badyogi.com, where you can get a free seven-day trial and see a constantly growing library of brand new full-length classes every single week. All right, that's all from me for today, Mike drop. I am out. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you right back here next time.